Last week, we wrapped up the losses and developments that occurred during the Middle Ages. We're now entering the Age of Discovery. Generally, there's going to be a lot of new focus on science, which will lead to new developments in epidemiology and clinical observation. The printing press will also come into wide use, which will enable spreading of ideas faster than ever before, too. And speaking of spreading ideas, this week we'll talk about one Bernardino Ramazzini of Modena, known as the father of occupational medicine. Occupational medicine refers to the study of injuries and illnesses related to workers. Considering that most people work in some form or another, even in olden days, understanding some of these is critical to public health. Now, Bernardino Ramazzini was born in Italy in 1633. He became a medical student at Parma University, which as an American just sounds like cheese, and grew interested in diseases suffered by workers. In 1682, at almost 50 years of age, he was appointed Chair of Theory of Medicine in the University of Modena, and finally had some more power. He visited workplaces, observed workers, and talked to them about their illnesses. Over many, many years of study, he would compile all of his work into a book called Diseases of Workers, in about as straightforward of a title as you can get, which clearly I am a fan of. Diseases of Workers was published in 1700 exactly, which if you'll note is 18 years after his appointment, a long time to be studying workers and their ailments. This book covered 42 different types of workers, and was meant to be carried around easily by doctors for reference, being printed at only 7 inches in length, or about 13 centimeters for you metric folks. He didn't stop there either. In 1713, he added another section and released a second edition, because Ramazzini was very serious about this work, and that work, and really all of the work, and he covered another 12 groups of workers. Essentially, each chapter was one disease associated with a particular job. They'd include literature analyses, workplace descriptions, interview notes from workers, and of course, diagnosis and treatment information. We'll talk about some examples, but broadly, he learned that some illnesses could be attributed to the specific working environment, but also figured out that some diseases were caused by specific movements or body positions. This is pretty well known now. If you slouch a lot, for example, it'll hurt your neck and back. He also noted that chemicals, dust, and metals commonly used in jobs might be bad for you. That again feels pretty obvious nowadays, but both of these had to be figured out and Ramazzini helped to make that knowledge a bit more widespread. More specifically, Ramazzini pointed out that sitting, standing, or stooping for prolonged periods of time had detrimental effects. Sitting leads to a sedentary life, as well as encouraging poor posture. Standing for long periods of time will result in serious fatigue. Stooping will also cause posture problems, so basically if you have any normal job these days, you're going to develop some problems. Like I mentioned, though, he actually specifically had sections on different kinds of workers. The list includes clerks, potters, cobblers, tailors, blacksmiths, dock workers, printing press operators, which are divided into two specific types, even bakers, and the descriptions got very specific. Bakers, for example, because the process of kneading dough tended to get knee problems from standing and using their body weight to help push the bread. A lot of his work still applies pretty well even in the modern age, some 300 years later. For example, he recommended any activity requiring intense effort of the eyes should only be done periodically, with rests for the eyes done by looking at a number of different things. As I type, record, and edit this episode all on my computer, I could certainly benefit from that advice. 
Unfortunately, there's also some nastiness I feel the need to cover too. Ramazzini's work was pioneering, especially for how early it was conducted, and much of it was very useful. However, one chapter is called Diseases of the Jews, which essentially described occupational health concerns stereotypically associated with Jews at the time. Ramazzini deserves a lot of credit for his influential work, but by no means was he exempt from the many biases of the day. Ramazzini did not limit himself to laborers' and tradespeople's health either. He also had another book called Diseases of Learned Men, which specifically discussed health problems common to writers, orators, lawyers, professors, doctors, mathematicians, and philosophers. Another tome was specifically aimed at keeping princes healthy, which is probably of great interest to those in the government. And yet another was aimed exclusively at the health of nuns. Ramazzini was also a major critic of smoking and the usage of tobacco in general, just another way in which he was incredibly ahead of his time. Ramazzini's work was completed in the 1700s, but actually didn't really receive a lot of attention until much later. New editions were printed here and there through the 1800s, but until 1940 when it was translated to English and printed at the University of Chicago, its audiences were relatively small. Ramazzini, though, was cited in a number of important other works that you may have heard of. Adam Smith's classic book, An Inquiry into the Nature and Causes of the Wealth of Nations, makes mention of Ramazzini's work on occupational health. No less influential, but very different, Karl Marx referred to Ramazzini, bringing attention to the plights of workers. Undoubtedly, Ramazzini's work was way ahead of its time, and one of the most comprehensive early looks at the many ways that our jobs can affect our health. He covered so many different jobs, described tons of ailments, and gave advice that generally holds up to this very day. His works were the main work on occupational medicine until about the 19th century, when new jobs that came about from the Industrial Revolution began to pop up. Anyway, that's it for this week. Sorry about a bit of a short episode. But next week, we'll talk about another disease that was to influence the path of public health knowledge. Syphilis. As always, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, reach out with the links in the show notes, or leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Finally, thanks to Jojo Tang for editing, Angie Lee for creating our cover art, and Muse Open for providing our music.